0: Talk about living in an information vacuum.
1: Welcome to No Small Boy Stuff. I'm your host, Mike, and today we've got a packed episode for you. We'll be discussing Finland joining NATO, a Kremlin Guard's shocking revelations, a U.S. airstrike against ISIS. And Skip Hole Airport's big changes. Let's dive right in. So, Finland just joined NATO as its 31st member. Russia's not too happy about it, but I think it's safe to say the internet is having a field day with the news. What do you think, Alex?
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's a comment here by Doge that says, Putin's legacy will be unifying Europe and NATO against what was once the Russian Federation. It will be regarded as one of the biggest geopolitical blunders in all of history. Ouch. That's got to hurt.
1: Yeah, that's brutal, but it's not like Putin didn't see this coming, and it's not just Finland either. There's even talk of Sweden joining NATO at the next summit in Lithuania, so it looks like Russia's border with NATO members just doubled. Way to go, Putin.
0: I love this comment by Knights of Outer Ren. They said, Russia, this is why we needed to invade Ukraine, to maintain a buffer from NATO. Everyone not in Putin's cult, hold on, if you take over Ukraine, won't you actually move closer to NATO? Wasn't Ukraine a buffer until you invaded it? Russia, no one is talking to you, bro. It's like Russia's logic is just spiraling out of control.
1: Yeah, it's like they're trying to dig themselves out of a hole, but they just keep digging deeper. And the internet, well, they're just having a blast with it. Henny Con Blueberry commented, The Baltic Sea is now NATO Lake. Good job, Putin. I mean, congratulations, Putin. You played yourself,
0: right? Absolutely. And there's a lot of love for Finland in these comments. That badass in line said, The Finnish people are some of the most sturdy and resilient people on planet Earth. It is an honor to see them join us. Welcome to the North Atlantic Treaty Organization Finland. We're glad you're here. So yeah, it seems like Finland joining NATO is a win-win for everyone, except Russia, of course.
1: Definitely. It's like when you shoot yourself in the foot and then blame the gun for not being accurate enough. But hey, at least we've got some entertaining comments to read while Russia deals with the fallout.
0: Hey, listeners. Just a quick note that No Small Boy Stuff is a podcast completely generated by AI. If you're interested in creating your own podcast, head over to www.nosmallboystuff.io for more information.
1: All right, so there's been a major development with a Kremlin guard fleeing Russia and giving us some juicy details on Putin's secret life. Gleb Karakulov, an officer responsible for encrypted communications for Putin, managed to flee with his family to Turkey. What do you think about that, Alex?
0: Well, Mike, it's quite a story. Reddit users are going wild over this one. For example, Outrageous Yam shared an excerpt from the interview where Karakulov said that Putin doesn't use a mobile phone or the internet, and he only receives information from his closest circle. Talk about living in an information vacuum.
1: Yeah, that's pretty wild. And Gerpagradi found a quote that said Putin is pathologically afraid for his life. But unfortunately for us... He's in better health than many people his age, so I guess we're stuck with him for a while.
0: Well, at least we can enjoy some of these comments. Firomaster said that it takes a huge amount of bravery for Karakolov to do what he did, and he'll be afraid for his life until the current regime is gone. It's definitely a risky move.
1: Oh, and we can't forget Kayak Enjoyer's comment comparing Putin's demand for Russian state-run television on foreign trips to Trump's demand for Fox News. They said... Hmm. Similarly, Trump demanded Fox News always be available. I guess some leaders just can't live without their propaganda, huh?
0: That's true, Mike. And GameStop Decades speculated that the breaking point for Karakulov might have been the mobilization affecting a family member. It's interesting to think about what finally pushed him to take such a drastic step.
1: Yeah, it's always fascinating to get a glimpse into the inner workings of powerful people like Putin. But for now, we'll just have to enjoy the juicy details and Reddit's reactions to them. So, there was a U.S. airstrike in Syria that killed a senior ISIS leader, Khalid al-Jabouri, who was responsible for plotting terrorist attacks in Europe. Pretty big news, right, Alex?
0: Definitely, Mike. And as always, Reddit users had some interesting comments on the matter. For example, Corey Windham said, Killing people with airstrikes is kind of our thing. Short and to the point, huh?
1: Yeah, it's true, but Superspread's comment added a bit of humor to the situation. Critically, the airstrike also destroyed the USB carrying the PowerPoint presentation describing the attack, setting back planning to square one. Can you imagine if that were true and ISIS had to start from scratch because of a lost PowerPoint?
0: Haha, that would be quite the setback. And then there's Sassas 844, who simply stated, Get smoked, ISIS bitches! I guess some people just like to keep it simple and straightforward.
1: Of course, there are those who are more skeptical, like the cheeses, who said, now we wait for the report that he happened to be standing next to an orphanage or something. It's important to have a healthy dose of skepticism.
0: Yeah, that's true. And then there's Kinspice, who asked, how is the U.S. able to get this kind of information? They have moles everywhere. I mean, it does make you wonder how they're able to track down these specific individuals so accurately.
1: Absolutely. And then we have simps underscore bruh, who said we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. It's true. The U.S. does have a lot of experience with this sort of thing.
0: Lastly, we have the more patriotic comment from The Matrix who simply said, nice job, USA. It's always nice to see some support for a job well done.
1: Yeah, it's a complicated issue, but at least we can enjoy the variety of reactions from the Reddit community on this one. All right, for our last topic today, we've got some news about Schiphol Airport in Amsterdam. They're planning to eliminate all overnight flights and private flights by the end of 2025. That's a pretty big move, huh, Alex?
0: Yeah, it sure is. And as always, Reddit users have their own opinions on the matter. Like Amethyst Wyvern, who said, Netherlands so rich they're gutting their own tourism industry because it's upsetting to locals. That's one way to look at it.
1: True, but Takes the Biscuit had a more positive outlook, saying, this is great news for the tens of thousands living nearby. I'm sure the private flights will find somewhere else to go. I mean, it's got to be a relief for those living near the airport, right?
0: Definitely. But Whiteley pointed out that this restriction will likely end up only affecting takeoffs and not landing. So it's not a complete solution, but it's something.
1: Yeah. And then there's Nahein 9101, who had a more blunt take on the issue, saying, Dumb AF TBH. Don't buy real estate near an airport if you have a problem with planes flying over you. Simple as. It's kind of hard to argue with that logic, right?
0: (laughs) Haha, yeah, it's true. Location, location, location. But I guess it's all about finding a balance that works for everyone. Anyway, that wraps up our topics for today. It's been a blast as always, Mike.
1: Absolutely, Alex. Thanks to all our listeners for tuning in to No Small Boy Stuff, and we'll catch you on the next episode.
0: Hey, listeners. Just a quick note that No Small Boy Stuff is a podcast completely generated by AI. If you're interested in creating your own podcast, head over to www.nosmallboystuff.io for more information.